0: one
1: bit, I'm self so another Hey guys, welcome to Goat King Riders Club episode 21. I'm Sean Conway and Hal's not here.
0: Well did you organise a guest? Uh no, I that's not my job. Great. <laughs> this, uh, I called my dad, but he wouldn't come, so. Fuck. Oh, what? Yeah, COVID as well, I guess. But
1: uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I've actually dealt in, like, the the But if you're keen to do it, because I know we're in, like, a Christian household.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, they're not here right now, so we can just try it fuck out. Fuck it, yeah. All right.
2: Sean! Hey! No, 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 Sean! What are you? There's no,
1: no. crossing everyone. I've spoken uh, to you about this before. Fame.
2: You can't just summon me up like this. Yeah, you need yeah. to give me a call or something. Oh, fuck. No, everyone I'm sick of this happening. Next time, do you remember that time when you were learning these dark arts and and you managed to summon just my left leg, like the bottom half of my left leg, and I was hobbling yeah, that's around? My favorite leg. No, nah, that put me out. Oh, oh, you're rude. here now so shut I
1: up. Unless- okay. Okay, uh, so fine, but next time well, call with us. you you're actually <laughs> on the podcast, Go King Riders. This is the worst Star Tour podcast. We, <laughs> we're trying to act it out and it's like, oh, what's the point? <laughs> we thought this was a cool way to introduce guests. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, always uh, happy to see you. <laughs> yeah, well, you are actually the first guest of the Go King Riders Club, so that's pretty cool. That adds to your ac- your big catalogue of accolades. I put it on my resume already. Uh, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Desiree is, uh, Desiree Crossan, so get you on the gram, you know, uh, is actually, uh, what, probably the second best, art- third best artist in the state behind the Go <laughs> King Riders Club crew, obviously. Uh, I'll actually, sh- can I show some something of your fine work? Sure. Yeah. Uh, th- Brian, can you pull up the the artwork that Rose done? I don't know why he's looking up. Ah, oh, there we go.
2: Oh, <laughs> one it's of my fantastic. best pieces.
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's I think it's a turtle. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a goddamn turtle. It's a goddamn turtle from uh, the short <laughs> film. Shall we?
2: Sure, like, can I do you? I'm a goddamn turtle. Okay.
1: Uh, it lacks a bit of passion. But <laughs> yeah, sorry. You'll get, you'll get there. <laughs> I try, I try a bit, you know. <laughs> How this works is that we write a story and show each other's art and I'm yeah. super pumped to see your art because oh. you're actually, you won an award recently, didn't you?
2: I did. I won a highly commended in the Bustleton Art Awards.
1: Bustleton, um, <laughs> the, the booming metropolis that is. <laughs> they,
2: they have a great, like, art award though, but I've, I've got to confess, Sean, that I dusted my artwork in, like, 10 minutes to <laughs> okay so just don't have high expectations
1: oh, okay just putting it out all right, right. i won't have high expectations okay, as thank long you. as i'm actually with Hull, i'm always like yeah man i want to show you my artwork and now i'm like super insecure <laughs> to show you my artwork but uh this is my <laughs> artwork i'm so excited and so how it works is you're going to try to guess what my story's about based on and guess the title as well. Okay. Oh, so here is um, my
2: artwork. Strong line work. I like it.
1: Yeah, I've got this technique where I draw it with pencil and then I go over it with texture.
2: Yeah, no, that's
0: <laughs> very great <advanced>. great te- <laughs> it's very advanced. It's very
2: advanced methods. Okay, so we have here the art gallery. Somebody look in the mirror, you did it again. But it's not the Britney song because that's, oops, I did it again. Yeah. Um...
1: I never liked Britney, but like that one was pretty banging.
2: Absolutely. So I actually, this this to me looks like a werewolf.
1: Get the fuck out of here!
2: That's a werewolf, yeah. It was a werewolf. But you know what? Sean, werewolves come out in the full moon. But I guess if you'd only done like a circle, I probably wouldn't have known it was a moon. Yeah,
1: Yeah. you would have just thought it was like a an egg.
2: Okay, so I think that uh, this person here has turned into a werewolf and then broken into the art gallery of WA and gone and done some incredible piece of work and hung it on the walls, Banksy style. And they're like, oh, I should just be proud of my work and hang it, like, with my own name, you know, during, using legitimate channels. What do you think?
1: Well, you, you got the clothes. werewolf part, right? <laughs> 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 I was like... I'm glad you spotted that was a werewolf because it was Because uh, I thought you might have thought it was a banshee because it's kind of the same sort of hair.
2: Mm, yeah, but it was the uh, the moon that gave it away. Oh,
1: yeah. Fucking goddamn moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, what, what do you think it's called?
2: <laughs> um, Werewolves, I did it again.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that looks more like Chewbacca. It kind of does look <laughs> a bit, uh, yeah. like the Christmas Wookiee. The Christmas
1: Wookiee. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's actually called Walk of Shame.
2: Walk of Shame. Okay, right. yep.
1: Are you ready to hear... Exactly <laughs> like it says everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, we'll talk about what inspired it <laughs> and stuff afterwards. But okay, great. See if you can get like some of the hints of uh, what might have inspired this story. Okay. Because okay. you're in the movie biz and, you know... I love my movies, so you might be able to kind of guess what this is about. Walk of Shame by Sean Conway. It uh, It was Sammy's first time showing off her artwork at an art gallery. She was incredibly insecure about her appearance. Sammy tried to pay attention to the art, but was too distracted by the other artists and their amazing fashion, looking like a cross between 1950 beatniks and German snuff filmmakers. Despite looking like Rachel Lee Cook Sammy's clothes left nothing to be desired Paint stained overalls Covering a 90s flannel with big black glasses That made her look like a big dumb nerd After a couple of free wines Sammy started feeling relaxed And enjoyed the art until she saw him The man of her dreams Brown trousers and a black turtleneck jumper As far as artists goes This guy was like Leonardo da Vinci (laughs) (laughs) Sammy hadn't eaten all day And her stomach began to rumble Like an old Italian grandmother screaming, Away you and no eat Sammy stopped The nearest server And filled her overall pockets With baby quiches And devoured them In private corner of the art gallery Hiding in the corner Devouring baby quiches Like a bear eating a fresh salmon Sammy was interrupted by The dreamboat artist Hey this might sound weird But do you want to Come back to my place for a Little bit of freaky dicky hoo ha, <laughs> the gorgeous artist. The gorgeous artist said. Sammy stared, unsure what he was asking. I mean, sex. He continued. Sure. <laughs> Sammy replied, spitting crumbs of baby quiche across the room. <laughs> Sammy woke up with gle. Uh, Sammy woke up with a gleeful feeling before realizing she was in a pool of blood. In shock, she got out of bed to see her lover, whose arms and legs had been ripped off and his head was hanging by his turtleneck. Sammy found his arm in the kitchen and felt for a pulse. She couldn't find one because he was just like Leonardo da Vinci, dead. (laughs) Sammy stormed into the bathroom and confronted herself in the mirror. Why do you always do this? Why can't I have sex with someone without you killing them? She screamed. Sammy's alter ego appeared in the mirror to comfort her. I did you a favour, that guy was a werewolf, she proclaimed. You say that about all the guys I have sex with, Sammy barked back. Well, stop fucking werewolves then, you dumb bitch, her alter ego remarked before Sammy punched the mirror. Sammy washed the cl- uh, the blood off, collected up her lover's body parts in a plastic bag and threw him in the garbage. She gathered her clothes after another night of murderous lovemaking. She dropped her head as she started her journey home on the walk of shame. So you kind of got the werewolf rod? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, it sounds like a pretty average exhibition opening to me, but
1: um. <laughs> well, that's why it's inspired by your trip to Barcelona
2: <laughs> I didn't think anyone knew about that, but <laughs> that was great. That was great. I, you know what? Like, you, you really, um, you really know how to paint a picture. Um,
1: well, not really. You, you've seen it.
2: <laughs> no, like honestly, like how many. How many art exhibition openings have you been to? None. None? None. Like, okay, so eating the free food is one Uh, of the... There's
1: always a NCIS episode or there's like Um. The other ones... (laughs) <laughs> like crime shows, there's always like one episode that's in an art gallery and it's always like one dude with a turtleneck Yeah, and like they all look like beatniks.
2: <laughs> it's pretty standard <laughs> and um, <clears throat> eating as much of the free food as you can yeah. because you're an artist, you know, you need free food when you can get it. I actually have a friend that um, will go to art exhibition openings with me sometimes and he and I will eat so much cheese that we are pretty sure we've put a couple of galleries out of business.
1: What sort of cheese are these galleries? Hamas?
2: We'll just eat how as much, much cheese like, as we can, and then they'll bring out another wheel, and we're like, oh "How much God.
1: three dollar brie are you eating at <laughs> these art calories?" So? Jesus, the WA State <laughs> Gallery is going under.
2: We, we, we only got a nice gallery. We're okay. not pointing the
1: fingers <laughs> at anyone, but maybe you, Desiree, with all the brie around your mouth. <laughs> if,
2: if they don't serve the good cheese, we
1: don't want to know about it. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> But uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, what? Who do you think the artist is based on?
2: The artist is based on
1: dirty overalls, nineties flannel, big black glasses that make her look like a nerd. Come on.
2: Oh gosh, I have no idea. It
1: screams, she's all that.
2: Oh, like I got your <laughs> um. <I> d- <laughs> is, she, is she an artist? In it?
1: Yeah. Oh, get, yeah, uh, get, a- uh, <laughs> I even say her name. You're shaming me. Uh, well, I, f- I actually forget her name, but it was. Uh, you
2: said Rachel Lee Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was
1: the lead actress. Yeah, in she's all that. <laughs> oh, oh, god. Worst guest ever. Oh
2: man, only guest ever so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you don't know, she's all that. You I get the fuck off that. my podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of what inspired because it. Actually, Not Another Teen Movie is kind of what inspired it. Oh, and nice. that was based on she's all that. You know how she's like wearing the filthy overalls and stuff and then she gets changed and then she's like Claudia Schiffer or something. Yeah, because yeah. I
2: remember that whole like Pygmalion thing, the storyline. I just don't remember the artist side of it.
1: Well, I think it's – I, I kind of want to do the art story because I saw like some uh, junkie or some weird BuzzFeed article where it was like moves they couldn't make today. And I was like, they could, if you just stop being so fucking sensitive. You know, she's all that. There was that great hacky sack poem. I don't know if you remember that Freddie Prince just riffs a poem about hacky sacks, and they ripped the scene off in 22 Jump Street.
0: Clearly
2: God. I don't
1: remember this movie well enough. You, do. you should have prepped me. <laughs> no, this is how conversations work.
2: <laughs> I just, like, I feel like I've missed out now not remembering so the happy sack. Uh,
1: what else I, for some reason I wanted werewolves.
2: Everybody wants werewolves.
1: But there was not enough space. So there was just that one line of dialogue that mentions werewolves. Just the kind of, and it was a pretty powerful piece of uh, dialogue.
2: It was because it actually, you know, it left so many questions unanswered.
1: Well, it's so the viewer at home can Absolutely. choose their own adventure.
2: Absolutely, and and that's I far more talk powerful. Talk to
1: them. Talk to me. Oh look, Sean, I'll talk to whoever <laughs> I want to.
2: <laughs> you don't know me, <laughs> um, but you know, you know that's more powerful. Letting them make up their own mind about something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, now I'm. I'm keen to see your now I'm still kind of insecure because it'll be like some fucking Mona Lisa looking alright here we go oh where I love we? the fucking book Kapow.
2: yeah so this is my uh, my trash sketchbooks so I'm sorry that your podcast got put in my trash sketchbook Um, but you know where I want to be free and just draw yeah. whatever and, and that's what all so okay we'll oh just my move God, that I already love it already oh, there we go Sean whoop <laughs> whoop <laughs>
0: I can't even see the picture on the other page that I kind of see peeking through.
2: <laughs> um, I'll show you that one. Yeah.
1: Alright. So if it's based on a movie, I'm gonna guess it's like footloose, <laughs> but they eat people who attempt dancing. And she's moderately concerned about it. Moderately um, concerned, yeah. Probably
2: could have like a little bit. She's
1: got that look of fake outrage. Like, hey guys, don't, don't be eating people that want to dance. Uh, uh, or this guy's like a, a zombie that's eating people and then she's just like this sassy little child that's like, bam, in, 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 can code.
2: I was a little worried because after I drew it, then I remembered that I was on the Great King podcast and that you guys probably think it's a nasty It feels salute.
1: like you've started an artwork... <laughs> for another podcast (laughs) (laughs) to sort of do some more more work for our podcast. I had
2: to go back over the hands and make sure it was clear they were pointing uh, and not saluting because it's you
1: guys. (laughs) Well, all I can take from this is that she is not impressed about something. Are they eyes or grey peaches? uh that are possibly attacking her <laughs> and then these peaches have attacked these people and they're like where are the peaches? And they're like over there. I have no idea what this is about. And this is I feel like my my stories
2: are so wholesome for this podcast actually. So you're gonna you're gonna hear my story.
1: I'm, and, uh, uh, I'm gonna uh I'm just gonna say that it's peaches. Peaches. Yeah, you're wrong. was anything I said right?
2: Yeah, we've got zombies, we've got music. I mean she is kind of a bit shocked a bit surprised, you know, like
1: well what's her face saying?
2: Like a bit of shock and surprise? <laughs> <laughs> okay but you know, wait you'll 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 understand. yeah, all right. so my story is called, the Zom Troopers.
1: Zom Troopers.
2: By Desiree Cross. Oh,
1: that is an 80s band name.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. She'd seen it in the movies, but never expected it was something that could happen in real life. The outbreak appeared to have started in the shopping centre's mezzanine food court. She realised something was up when the mundane serenity was broken by blood-curdling screams from above and someone's half-eaten corpse got thrown over the banister, a landing in a heavy thud a couple of metres in front of her. Suddenly, a terrified crowd of people poured down the escalators, hot on the heels, a bunch of deranged looking men, women and children, clearly hungry for blood. How fucking cliched, she thought. The zombie apocalypse is here, and I'm stuck in a goddamn shopping centre. She turned and ran, regretting all of those fruit mints, pies and extra slices of Christmas pavlova. These zombies didn't seem like the ones from movies. They were fast. Well, as fast as the people that they had been before. She darted into the mire doors and raced up the escalator, taking refuge in the hi-fi section, hiding behind a 72-inch Panasonic flat screen. She was hyper-aware of the heaviness of her breath, the tension in the air, every sound around her. Screams from downstairs, a stampede of footsteps coming closer. Peeking around the corner of the TV, she saw them pouring into the hi-fi section. They weren't people. They were the zombies, and they were hunting as a pack. Like heat-seeking missiles, they seemed to be moving directly towards her. And panicked, she stumbled backwards, tripped and slammed into a stereo, blasting the music loud. Shit. Then something, something started to happen. The zombies started to jerk around in time with the music. They'd lost interest in her. She stood there, stunned. Reaching back, she turned the volume down and And they snapped back into a brain-hungry mob. Volume up! And they started to dance again. In shock, while the BGS played, she realised that these zombies actually had a case of disco fever. (laughs) She gathered up a portable speaker, plugged in her iPod, and walked them out of the shopping centre like a pied piper to the garage at the back of her house. Couch surfers, she told her housemates. Uh, she discovered the zombies could learn choreography, and they quickly became TikTok sensations. She got a sponsorship deal with a local pest control company, offering easy disposal of local feral cats, rats, and dogs. And one time, the Zom Troopers even reached the semi-finals of Australia's Got Talent. She ended up with a lucrative career in talent management and lived happily ever after. And the moral of this story is: don't be afraid to adapt. Do what are you got to do to keep uh, uh, uh staying alive?
1: <laughs> I tell you what, uh, that is the best telling of any story on this podcast. <laughs> I was just like, wow! But I'm gonna guess. Well, Michael Jackson has to be somewhat of an inspiration for that. The that Thriller, Thriller, mm, and yeah. but also a bit of um, Black Friday. Sort
2: of, I was all thinking in
1: the, of, the high fire store, you know,
2: um, like Shaun of the Dead and stuff. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the shopping center zombie trope is in so many different things. So, I
1: meant a lot of different things,
2: it's been in heaps of things. Yeah. Oh, the shopping center, shopping center, yeah. and zombies, yeah. So, no, yeah, I liked
0: it. it reminded me of Footloose a little bit as well. Yeah, you know to. I thought there was gonna be some Footloose references in there. Yeah, that was good. Maybe that there was, fantastic. Were, you just missed
2: it. I probably missed it. That's the 600-word version, <laughs>
0: that was fantastic.
1: That's what that story needs, is like the mayor to be like, there's no dancing allowed in this mall. (laughs) (laughs) Can I see the painter again?
2: (laughs) She's in the hi-fi section. Oh, so there's speakers. There's speakers, but see, I didn't colour them dark. If I'd done that, you probably would have understood. But I can see why you'd think there are eyes or...
1: She's kind of got like... She is in that uh, Catch 22 scenario where it's mm. like, oh, if I don't turn the music on, I'm going to get eaten by zombies. And if I turn the music on, I'm going to have to listen to the fucking Bee Gees again. Right?
2: And no one wants to be stuck in that. Situation. That should be the
1: name of the story Catch 22.
2: Oh, I like that. Yeah. But I like how she's, you know, she makes the best of a bad situation and actually probably saves humankind. You know, if they'd been allowed I don't to. Think go she and, saved humankind. Oh, come she, on. She.
1: She saw an opportunity to make money. She's actually the uh, the antagonist in this story. <laughs> a bunch of... The, I think there's a full political message here. One man's freedom the,
2: fighter is another there's man's There's a bunch like of sheep
1: that have been exploited by... What, what's the say? Uh, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. That's, <laughs> man, so many levels to this story.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We, we like to make the audience think, right? Yeah. yeah. No, Contemplate. We're we here uh,
1: to find what's wrong with you, <laughs> Like We're finding out, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, are we going to Miss Preppy? Oh, I'll go to Boston Art <laughs> Galleries. Oh. Miss Preppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your yeah. audiences are going to be smart enough. They are smart enough. And they saw right through your fucking story yeah. of getting on Australian Idol.
2: So, guys, if you have any theories as to what's wrong with me, just... Uh, Put them in the comments below.
1: I'll send them in and we'll mention it. Me and Hull will talk about it at length. That yeah. will be the dedicated the whole next episode. Special episode. Yeah, i will be like, what was that? What was up with that chick last week? And I was like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> we have some audience <laughs> theories. I don't know. I'm tired.
2: i <laughs> I actually grew up. Uh, I was born in WA, but I grew up in Hobart.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Very artsy sort of place in Hobart. What's the what's yeah. that art gallery called? The one on the side of the cliff.
2: Oh, Mona. Mona. Mona didn't exist when I lived there. Yeah. That place is great. Hobart
1: <laughs> is surprisingly one. a cool place. Like they it's so cool. There are, uh, it's Melbourne if you took out the uh, obnoxiousness. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. because
1: they a lot of the when I was there, their infrastructure. I think it was the art gallery. It's like old like factory sort of stuff that's that uh orange red sort of brick but then Mm. they've incorporated into like it's almost like it got bombed and then there's like (laughs) glass that comes out of it it's fucking a cool cool building (laughs) it love that place
2: love that it's like it got bombed but yeah uh it
1: looks like uh it's fallen apart and Decrepit, but like yeah. through that comes like this. Oh, it's fucking. I amazing. love the way
2: that they embrace the history and
1: stuff. But that's the one on the cliff, or is that in Sydney?
2: Mona, that's Mona? it's on a cliff face. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and it's all wrought iron. It looks like a fortress.
1: Yeah, isn't yeah. that a private gallery? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That guy, he uh, made his money gambling.
1: Yeah, and then uh, like all good Tasmanians, <laughs> they they've also got the oldest casino in Australia. Yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. They've got all sorts of old things there. It's pretty rad. Um. And it's, it's designed to be controversial, Mona, so I love yeah. it. If, if people like uh, stuff too much, they'll crossed? take it
1: out. I think that was one of the pieces. That, that was
2: before Mona, I
1: think. Yeah. Um, but
2: maybe Mona bought it. They yeah. do all sorts of weird stuff there.
1: It's great. Because I remember that was like uh, like when I was in high school. That Because I went to a Catholic high school. That was like one of the big controversies. It was like, you see someone made a pain. <laughs> and people are paying to see this, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... But then I've heard, like, different stories. Because I remember it was, like, a white canvas that was yellow and then, like, the darker piss was the crucifix stuff. And then I've heard stories where it was, like, suspended in piss. Like, it was... Nah,
2: no, no, no. I remember it. Maybe
1: there's just a lot of piss-crossed artwork out
2: there. It's probably a really niche market, but you know what they say about niche markets is you can command good prices, so I wouldn't be surprised.
1: (sighs) Well, maybe you should start getting some juice in you and...
2: I drink a lot of know. water and...
1: What's yeah. the, what's the, uh, <laughs> we're going off some weird <laughs> time. There's that funnel that uh, women use when they're camping so they don't have to squat with oh, they yeah, <laughs> I don't
2: know what they call, but it's, yeah. It's,
1: <laughs> I don't know, someone had it and like, they'll pass it around. Like when it <laughs> first came out, it was kind of like, guess what this is? And it was just like, oh, what? And like the way that it's shaped, everyone was like, to do. Yeah. What's it called?
0: it says the portable uh, portable female urinal
1: yeah no there's a cooler name oh,
0: she we she we <laughs> she we pez pee because
1: oh. that's where you could you could also do like a piss cross with that and then also get like a sponsor from them yeah. to like just double up that money is
2: it some kind of feminist statement then if we do it like with a she we
1: I mean if it adds more money why not
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway your story <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> uh, man, we could go on for ages but I think uh, we should get to my favourite segment it's this
0: Sean Host 99 random
1: word You got Hull's one, which was Chef at a City Tip? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You get it under 99?
2: I think I got it right on 99. Ooh. I. I um, so <laughs> <laughs> mine is called Chevy. What? Chevy, which means at the, the place of the city. Like, sort of. The story's like usually
1: just called Chef at a City Tip.
2: Trying to add an element of class to your podcast here, your Because that
1: kinda like, with that, it kind of makes your story a hundred words. So Chef E Chef Eva. Chef
2: Ever. Chef by Desiree Crossing. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. AKA Chef heather tip.
2: Chef and Tip.
1: I'll tell you what, it is a classy way. It's like when you're just growing your own wine in prison and it's like, we can't call it toilet <laughs> wine. We'll call it cheve, <laughs> cheve, That's exactly the vibe I was going for. Is, um... Chateau de Chipper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Dean was a visionary. Apprenticed at London's most exclusive restaurants, cooking for celebrity clients and hailed as the finest chef of his generation. Finally, he was days away from opening his own restaurant, but couldn't find the missing ingredient for his signature dish. Stressed and walking the streets late one night, a garbage truck pulled up next to him. The back of the machine opened and the scent filled the air. It was like poetry. It spoke of the city, city life, history. He would smoke their meats over their own refuse. It was perfect.
1: It sounds like uh, an elevator pitch for Ratatouille. Well, (laughs) I don't. And Burnt. I haven't seen that. I haven't, but there's like one good scene in it that I've seen. (laughs) The whole movie is fantastic. Burnt? I love that
0: movie.
2: I've got to say, like, who doesn't think about Ratatouille all the time?
1: I think there's like a thing on TikTok at the moment where it's like Ratatouille
0: the The musical. musical, It's also lookalikes. Do you look like the characters from Ratatouille? You could oh, probably pull really off uh,
1: the the <laughs> chef. The yeah. little chef? The ginger chef.
0: Do you want oh, to sit on my head chef. and pull my hair around and see what we can make? <laughs> we, I won't say no.
1: You
2: should definitely put that on the Patreon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. Look, in the... Uh, so what's the uncut version?
2: In the expanded Who version... Who gets killed in the
1: uncut version?
2: Well... You- I told you, like, my, my pieces are a little
1: more... Oh, el- you said smoked meats? Smoked meats. So that's kind of, The uncut version is the mob used the dump truck to deliver the bodies to the chef, who then cut them up. Kind of like uh, Sweeney Todd.
2: You know, I had been thinking of Sweeney Todd as well <laughs> while I was writing the expanded version. Uh, yeah, in my expanded version, he, like, races home, he grabs his, like... His bag of things and scales the fence at the tip, and then like brings out his little cook stove and his smoking box, and just walks around until he finds the bit that smells right. And it's like umami. It's like musty and deep and yeah. It's just like oh, isn't that
1: like a Japanese god? (laughs) Like I think that's what you say when isn't that one of the villains in Godzilla? I know it's umami. Umami.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Doom. What oh, was it?
1: Um, Pacific Rim? Oh, <laughs> uh, watch out, the omami. <laughs> uh,
2: yes, John. <laughs> no, what's omami? Omami's that flavor that's kind of like mm, sort of meat flavored, kind of. You have like sweet, sour, like. Savory. Like, savory. Yeah, it's like really, a wholesome savory. There's yeah, a lot of words like, out
0: there, I don't thick. need to know all of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so
1: the sausage has a real Omami flavour.
2: I wrote more about his motivation and you know, all yeah? that sort of stuff. It was beautiful. You would <laughs> love it, but you'll never now. Yeah. I I did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well that was actually well my story uh doesn't re- has a little bit of backstory, but it kind of gets brought up in my story. Uh, my story is Pimp in a Junkyard. I'm excited to hear this. Okay, you should be. I'm pretty happy with it. <clears throat> pimp in a Junkyard. Jack ran the old city junkyard. He was a legend in this town because at night, old Jack would like to pimp out his busted up cars to sleazy fuckers. Old Jack made a decent living off these deviants. He had a car for everyone. You could fuck his Plymouth Fury for $100 or finger a Ford Fiesta for a dollar. One night, Jack heard a car motion and caught a thug roughing up one of his Corollas. Jack tried stopping him, but all the violence would tire Jack. Jack died when a bullet punctured his head. I kind of had to wrap it up. <laughs> That's pretty much every Sean story. Is,
0: uh, I got to wrap it up.
1: We're going to wrap it up. We've got uh, a few entries that have right. sent in. I haven't watched it. I know Aaron sent one in uh, for Pimp at a car yard. Junkyard. Uh, but we'll look at Michelle's because Michelle's actually a really good artist. So Great. we'll get your two cents on it. And you would be like, nah, Michelle doesn't belong here in Bustleton Art <laughs> Gallery. <laughs> but uh, let's see Michelle's work. Oh, So this first cool. one is
0: uh, Chef at a City T-
2: that's really cool.
1: Yeah, no, nah, she she's fantastic, Michelle. Where's uh, she based? Uh, she's uh, south of the river, but she's uh oh, like Perth, Perth based. Yeah.
2: Perth based. That's great.
1: But she uh, if you if you check her uh, Instagram, a lot of it's her artwork, and I think she does a lot of like Maori inspired artwork, Uh which I don't know what this is. Is this a skull wearing a hat? <laughs>
0: Um, yeah it seems like a like a dead chef I guess um, it's a skull with a chef's hat he's wearing or he's holding a, a chafing tray or serving dish a spatula he now has multiple this arms. reminds
1: me of like 80s yeah like when 80s was like super gross out, you yeah yeah
2: like uh, this is power the city kids in the background you garbage know? power <laughs> kids but
1: there was uh, Mad
2: Magazine had heaps that grotesque no, there was like those well.
1: gross balls do you remember oh, those Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't You'd probably know them. They were like, they were like kids' plastic balls, but they were like had like monstrous figures on them, and all that stuff.
2: Everything was and slime. Garbage and fail, yeah, and yeah. Garbage,
1: garbage kids, kids. That sort of same thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, uh, even the Ninja Turtles, in yeah, the sewers. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, Batman.
1: Oh, the eighties was what?
0: so great. Batman was grungy as hell.
1: No, what? It was the spoiled rich kid. Lived in a cave. Batman yeah, We're talking about Batman garbage. We're know, talking about that. goddamn garbage, Brian. Not spoiled rich kids. I'm a goddamn <laughs> turtle. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should have done a turtle based story.
1: <laughs> no, it's, uh That's
2: great. That's really nice.
1: Yeah, she does. Oh, she's got the stink
0: lines. Yep. Uh, uh, I don't. This, this is actually kind of looks Hulk like Hulk
1: RoboCop, right? like from the, the tip, looking at the city. Like it's got that.
0: Yeah. Well, I hear that 80s theme song you always hear, like... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, no, 80s Bully. always had the sax. The sax, uh, the sax was made cool by song. the Lost Boys, uh, who apparently cool. has his own comic. Really? The shirtless dude from the Lost Boys that plays the saxophone had, like, his own, like, six to ten episode run of, like... He was, like, some weird character in the Lost Boys. That's cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, and uh, Michelle always inadvertently has hidden images in the, Oh yeah. So let's it see if there's anything in the dump TV here.
1: The TV it's like usually right here. And yeah. We're kind of like,
0: oh yeah, Do looking you at to bring Brian's it to you? phone from
1: across the room. No, uh, that's it. <laughs> well, so the well, tires yeah. kind of look like two balls together, and then like if you kind of did like a weather, you know how like the weatherman does, like oh over here, if you kind of did the outline, the you got the two tires as the balls, and then the the chef. Is the head, and then like his little chef hat means that he's uh, hasn't uh, been circumcised. That's
0: right,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then the, and s- and the stink is- lines means that he's uh, hasn't washed for a couple of days. He- this
0: is where he smokes his meats.
2: See, and oh our- uh, yeah, Norma. Yeah. Am I was M- thinking M- it's a bit of a
1: umami. <laughs>
2: M- <laughs> I was thinking M- it's
0: a bit of a uh,
2: Mar- Marvin the Martian kind of vibe. And then he's oh, got, yeah. it's like got all the little lightning bolts and the uh, spaceship kind of thing. And
0: These are the look the like Hall's cool stuff. kicks that were in the last episode as well.
1: They look, like, they look like every cool kicks from the 80s. Yeah. Like heaps of details, like fat as fuck. And, like, that logo, that skull logo, would be on the side of, like, an 80s sneaker. Yes, it would
0: be. Here's Michelle's other artwork. Uh, and it's a monkey. at a junkyard. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the pimp is a... I'll, I'll describe it to you. Um, I can... I, we should probably describe this more often, just for listeners. Uh, but.
1: So it's a, it's a monkey with uh, a feather boa cowboy pimp hat. It's
2: full on huggy bear... Um... Get up Huggy Bear. Yeah. Fuck, that
1: is a good Sofie reference. Yeah. And with the uh, crossover of uh, Herbie. Yeah, there's Herbie.
0: There's Herbie and there's a rat rod. A little call back to earlier. Is it
1: a rat rod or is it the Rolls Royce from that? uh What was um, that mustard we kept talking about for fancy people?
0: A Dijon. Oh, Grey Poupon. Grey Poupon. Yeah. <laughs> no, this looks like the Rolls Royce from Cheech and Chong up in smoke when he steals from his dad. Is that's it? exactly what it is. Yeah,
1: I do love that. That's like my favorite. That's my dream car, but like the Ute version, like the uh, <laughs> the, like the nineteen forty. Oh yeah, yeah. the one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you
1: don't know. No, I, I know what he's talking uh, yeah, about. Like the, but yeah. I was
2: imagining him driving around in this at first, and I was like, yeah, I mean that.
1: <laughs> and he's got like a the monkey's got a look on his face. Like pimps don't drive their own cars. He's like that's like holding like, a there's lot of money All these trash here. cars in the back. Everything Can you zoom in a bit him? closer on the ape?
0: Yeah. He's a monkey, not an ape.
1: Uh, they're all same family.
0: He's got red hair, um, which could be a red herring. And he has a small man head on the tip of his uh, pimp cane, which seems to be way too big for him. He kind of looks like Yoda. Uh, no,
1: because a- that's the same sort of size stick that that monkey from The Lion King had.
0: <laughs> Rafiki?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I didn't learn his name.
0: Hey, hey you know Rafiki. Rafiki,
2: did you know this? Yeah, I did. He really? Smash yeah, banana. I never liked it, uh, the uh, uh,
1: Lion King. You never liked
2: the Lion King? Nah. Who are you?
1: <laughs> I was I was Aladdin, and then I was like, I've oh. got my Disney movie. I don't need more.
2: <laughs> Aladdin is definitely the
1: that, best. Mighty Ducks. You know,
0: that's another TikTok conspiracy happening right now. Is that the uh, they were trying to figure out what happened to? Um, the the dad lion's body when he falls because there's oh. nothing there, and then you look it up and lions actually eat each other as well.
2: Simba ate his dad. No, the
0: what? uncle. Oh, ja- Scar. I keep calling him Jafar in my head. Yeah, Scar. <laughs> he he holds up the skull of his own brother and says,
1: "I'm gonna be king one
0: day." <gasps> and you see lion bones everywhere around him, and
1: it makes sense. Hey, you, I,
0: I knew that when
1: I was a kid. <laughs> So, I never got into it. Oh, so, I housing prices, <laughs> analysts, <laughs>
0: <laughs> analytics of Lion King. Okay.
1: The next picture. Yeah. So, that's uh, Michelle. So, have you read great, Michelle? Isn't she? So, this is just the stuff she throws together for our podcast. Amazing. But if you go to her Instagram, she like the stuff that she puts time and effort in. <laughs> she puts effort into. Uh, so, Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Uh, He has this weird sort of stop-motion style uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain but like, he he needs to stop working with us and do his own thing because it's killer
0: Denice Juice was an uptown cat with a downtown vibe Bitch, only thing I like more than money is a hoe Life was good until
1: he inherited... A junkyard. <laughs> oh shit. How am I supposed to do all my pimping out of some old junkyard? Cried Denise Juice. His cries were heard by none other than the junkyard pixies. <laughs> These pixies have thick ass and, sadly, cocaine addiction. Denise Juice turned that junkyard into what we know as today, Las Vegas. This ends the story <laughs> on history, according to Kid Rock. Cute. But yeah, that's uh, that's what Aaron does every week, and it's like this weird style where, like his earlier versions was like you could see the border of him animated in Photoshop. Yeah, where it was like he just like. I-I-I-I-I-I. Oh, it's
0: great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, so it's it's really good. It's raw. Yeah, but it's very yeah. animated.
2: It's fun. Really yeah. fun. That's so is mine. getting cut. All
0: right. Uh, and the last one, we
1: always end every episode with, you might have seen him around the traps, uh, Phil Cook, uh, comedian. Uh, and he always sends in a story to help us close out every show.
2: Fantastic.
1: So this is Phil Cook.
2: Oh, I recognise that face, yeah.
1: Yeah. Short story, chef at the city tip. The virus had hit his restaurant hard and the chef was down at the tip. He was looking for food he could salvage, had an apple core and half a corn chip. He dug around a bit more, found some limp lettuce, that will do. I can take this back to the kitchen and drizzle on a bit of jus. Yeah, this will be great, he said to himself with a touch of false bravado. I can make a meal out of this, just need roasted kale and avocado.
2: (laughs) That's so sweet. Yeah,
1: every episode he does it.
2: It's gorgeous.
1: So, did you have fun?
2: I had a really great time, Sean. Thank you so much.
1: It's gonna look weird when it's all cut together. It's so like you're all animated. Like, oh, let me tell you something. It's like, yeah, that was a good story. It's just like random cuts everywhere. But if you're on our Patreon, you can get the 100 percent uncut nonsense that was this episode. Uh, but to go out, we got to find out what next. Oh, this Sunday. This Sunday we start our fringe show at the Laugh Resort. So if you don't have tickets, head to fringeworld.com.au and look up Goat King Live or Goat King Riders Club and this is where you get to perform those stories. So you got your cocktail shaker? Just you got to pop in for on it Sunday in the front,
0: oh, front of that's the table. This yeah. there. So that's why we need the button with the globe?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to give you one and you give me one.
0: And then you go and ahead then and you pick, pick one, one for one yourself.
1: For yourself.
0: Yeah. So Just pop off. that on the table, yeah, so you don't lose it. Perfect.
1: Uh, so, get ready for Sunday show at Fringe. This is our first Hong Kong live as well. So you saw how today went. <laughs> <laughs> People get to see that live. That's so exciting.
0: You can expect if you go to the show, you can expect a half uh, hour and a half uh, romp, ripping fun.
1: Oh, this should be an interesting one. What'd you get? The red one is the character, the blue one is the location.
2: (laughs) This is great. Okay, this... A cow in a basement.
1: Cow in a basement? Cow
2: in a basement.
0: Is a cow a type of car? Because that might be relevant to this episode.
1: No, what? For a girl from Wisconsin, like... We don't put
0: cows in our basements. (laughs)
1: Because cows can't go in the basement. It's going to be... It could almost be a sci-fi of how the cow got into the basement because right. cows go upstairs. They
2: can't get. They back can't get
1: go downstairs. Down. <laughs> you know that. Yeah,
2: that's why it's so good. That's
1: uh, that's like every high school prank. Yeah. From the nineties until cows got outpriced. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a punk at a NASCAR race. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. We're finally getting a new category inside the cocktail shakers as well. Do
1: you want to? You want to pick one?
0: Yeah, sure. Oh. You want do one for me?
1: Yeah, okay. I think you're the character. We'll have a look. If yours is a red one. So Brian's topic is... uh, (laughs) He's a drunk...
2: On a movie set.
1: Oh. (laughs) Hey, that's some Christian Bale shit one.
0: The Tom Cruise.
1: So there you go. Uh, so if you're keen to be part of the next episode, write your stories, do your art. Make sure to buy tickets for Goat King Live at Fringe World Perth. Otherwise, tune in for the episode and see. You can send them in. We'll show them. We'll let the people know you're doing stuff because that's what it's about. You've got to go out there have fun. You heard the stories today. You heard my story. Not great.
2: <laughs> you're a man for the people. But,
1: you know, you've got to have fun. Swing for the fence. But that's the end of the show, Desiree. So how are we, how are we getting out of here? Look,
2: I'm actually going to get you to use your, like, uh, little dark arts and put us in a painting. Yeah? Yeah?
0: Can How's we do that, that, Brian? Yeah, well, I'll have to make the painting first. But, yeah, sure, let's do it.
2: Easy.
0: Great. <laughs> All right, sweet. All right, guys, uh, we've got to do, like, a
1: wave of life. That's the... we wave of goodbye. That's the painting. All right, ready, guys? All right, and Freeze.